Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, hey there. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can. Put your ears into it. I ran out of breath. I'm sorry. <laughs> your moist little ears, specifically. My, right into your moist, moist little, little ears. ears. You know what? A lot of people don't like that we're saying moist, but I don't it's care. It's too late. It's the brand. Yeah. Excuse me. That's what we have to say. They'll... They'll get used to it. Anyways, guys, this is the best damn podcast. You can... Li- just, you just that. <laughs> Did I repeat my... That's okay, because some people may have missed it. Yeah. So. In, case you're, in case you're just tuning in, this is the best damn podcast. You can put your ears in into... you skipped 30 seconds into the episode. Here you go again. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about movies. Yeah, TV shows. Comic books. Sometimes like ghosts, ghosts, time, time travel. travel. I'd be down to revisit like monsters. Monsters would real be real life monsters. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Yeah, you have a surprisingly solid contingent of fans that are very into that. Right. It'd yeah. be kind of fun to talk about it again. Yeah. But anyways, uh, <laughs> just in case you guys didn't know, you can find this podcast and everything about it at onlystupidanswers.com. That has a list of all of the places you can listen to it. That's yep. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio. It's it's too many. We and all our anymore. social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, which is at onlystupidanswers. Yank the vowels out of stupid. But all that other stuff. And also, if you want to check out our bonus episode, which we just Dropped on Friday. You can check that out at our Patreon, patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Now you can only see that or listen to it uh, if you've contributed $5 or above. Yeah. And I just want to say really quick thank you to everybody who's contributed. Yes. It's been amazing so far. Um, and everyone who's continuing to contribute, just get ready for some really cool stuff. Yeah, we're really we got some cool stuff it. going on. So today we're talking about Guardians of Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, to say Volume 3. But <laughs> not only are we talking about Guardians of Galaxy, we have a special guest today. <laughs> Miss. Amy Talon. Hey. Well, hello. How was that intro for you? Was that a mess? <laughs> it was amazing. It was, I, was, uh, I was just like, is it weird if I'm just laughing continuously yeah. in the background of the first Please five do. minutes? Because our, uh, our studio audience is very quiet. Yeah. And malnourished. If you, they're real pale. Yeah. Your yeah. skin's like translucent. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we have this running bit that Feed we have for the audience. audience. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's an audience. Sorry. Look behind you. There's yeah. an audience There's an there. audience. Sorry. Ooh. And the, they're becoming weird. more and more ghoulish yeah. as, as the show goes on. And some people have actually... If you guys look at your screens right now, uh, you can see some of the fan art people have done. Yeah, and it's been it's been amazing. So thank you so much. Uh, like ghoulish audience fan the art. Ghoulish yeah. audience fan art. Oh, I'm so into this. Yeah, yeah some of our fans great. have depicted them as moloids. Mm-hmm. Awesome. From, yes. Specifically from Old Man Logan, I believe. Yeah. 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 But Amy, mm-hmm. what are you up to? How, how's life? What's Who are going on with you? It's good. What? what? How did Who, I get here? Who are you? Uh, I am up to a lot of things. I spend a lot of my time selling comic books to people like DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work at and a comic book place. store yeah. uh, where I have for a long time. Shout out to House of Secrets in Burbank, California. Hey. Go check it out if you're um, ever in town. But I also love to do internet nonsense, uh, uh, act and talk about 
cool stuff that's going on. I have a show over on Geek and Sundry called The Wednesday Club where we talk comics every week. Very cool. Wait, I like comics every week. <laughs> I read comics every, every week. week. It's real fun. Mm. I'm in a bunch of role-playing games, which it turns out, if you're very, very lucky, is something sometimes someone will pay you for, mm-hmm. um, which is <laughs> absurd. Yeah. Uh, but I used to have a show with uh, the delightful Whitney Moore. Uh, hey. over on Geek and Sundry. We are Geek and Sundry buddies. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I pop by Collider Heroes to talk about movie news and, and other fun stuff. All of those are lovely places that oh, you guys should check out. There's, just, if... there's a lot of good people uh, making nerd content. Exactly. Real, and real if people nice. wanted to like keep up to date, what's your like social? Oh yes, stuff? find me at Enthusiamy, like enthusiast, but with my name on the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter and pretty much everywhere. Yeah, or awesome. YouTube.com/slash Amy Down. Very cool. So, Thanks so much for having me, guys. No, we're so happy to have you. We're <laughs> so glad to finally have you on. Mm-hmm. We're gonna uh, be talking about the biggest movie of May. <laughs> <laughs> 2017 exactly so it's pretty exciting guys get ready buckle up but we're gonna open up this episode with a few standards for only stupid answers like... like if you go to itunes you can give us a five-star review you can also give us other stars but we would prefer you didn't it's pretty gross if you don't uh yeah, so if, you, the other if you gave us a five-star review we like to re- read that review on the show by the way we got a lot of good reviews this week and we only do two normally mm-hmm. so if you're like oh no i didn't read my review just stay tuned sometimes we go back to the old ones so your review will probably be read at some point oh just, just know checking it out. we definitely read them so sometimes yes. we don't have time to read them on the show i exactly. read them every night it gives me good dreams yeah exactly <laughs> but first up we have uh from sky eats johnny uh oh there oh hey there <laughs> oh there hey <laughs> <laughs> oh there hey literally the best podcast i listen to no matter what you're into whether it be comics movies or tv shows there is something here for everyone give it a listen thank you sky it's johnny thank you so much but we also have one from riz jude or rise Reese jude Reese r thank you h y s i don't know how to say that yes please five stars only stupid answers is a fun interesting and funny podcast that entertains me every time i put my ear it put it in my ears <laughs> dj and sam have great chemistry and great opinions now in case you didn't know while great reading it while reading ahead i said i thought it's a great options options uh, <laughs> i didn't know what that meant and i was gonna ask you but i'm glad my brain worked fast enough to yeah. figure out the sentence i'm also glad <laughs> yeah. that you could have completely not shared that and no, you still you still, still like did. you threw yourself under it's the bus behind the scenes content that people tune in yeah. exactly you know? they can read the review by themselves they can't read it wrong and then fix it and then have like a whole arc by the end of the exactly review. this is the content that people tune in only stupid we stay humble for. yeah <laughs> we stay humble all right i love this segment that's coming up in about three two one here it comes it's called what we're into this week now amy we like to talk about well like any new tv shows or movies or uh, comic books or anything that we like this week. Have you gotten into any new comics or anything you'd like to recommend to the boy people listening? Yes. Wait, just the boy people? Uh, no, they're it's all a long boy story. People. See, this is why I didn't want our fans to be called boy people. It's is just for this happened. very reason. It's just I did. Happened. I saw this on the socials, and I forgot to ask what that. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm exposing myself as uh, not no, knowing uh, the the jargon. That's uh, fine. It's okay. It's um. So I think I said something about boy, boy people. people. Is it like Crash and the Boys, where it's like, is that girl a boy, and she flips you off? Kind of like that. It's more of we had an idea of a really lame superhero, uh-huh. and then people created origin stories for someone called boy people. An individual someone, named boy people. Or uh-huh. it's a group of boys. Yeah. And they're the boy people. I think my favorite origin story was uh, a, they wrote a whole, like, like a whole origin. A woman was getting mugged, and then a bunch of two-inch tall men uh-huh. came out and saved her, and then they, like, hobbled together and morphed into a normal-looking average kind of 
out of shape man and that's boy people and yeah. i'm like that's amazing yeah. i'm sorry i don't remember who wrote that it was yeah. a three-part series yeah. that i really liked yeah. uh so but yeah it's kind of stuck i'm sorry we can come up with another one i but- think i see here's my suggestion i think you and i are the boy people yeah and then our fans are the moist little ears. Oh, the, the moist little ears, which moist is another anyway. Anyway, hey, you sounded annoyed by that. <laughs> yeah, what are you into this yeah. week, Amy? <laughs> I totally derailed that. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out actually to uh, a wonderful thing that happened this week that mm-hmm. happens every year around this time, which is that they announced the nominations for the Eisner Awards, yes. the but- Will Eisner Comic Book Awards. Uh, which are our little dinky Oscars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if they're dinky. I've, it's pretty cool. I think, like, I mean, the other thing is, that, like, it's not my favorite thing about them <laughs> is that they're kind of dinky. Exactly. Like, and, then, uh, and, and it's, it's so, so this is maybe going in too far, but if by chance you are going to San Diego Comic-Con, it is, like, my mission for people to know this. If you have a badge for Comic-Con, you can attend the Eisner Awards. That's oh. awesome. Anyone with a badge can attend the Eisner Awards and nobody knows this so that room is like half full every year it's the Indigo Ballroom yeah um and it has a nice little crowd in it but like it's everyone assumes that you have to buy like an $800 VIP table or do some kind of like know somebody or whatever and it's like no you can just you can go just show up and watch like the coolest most creative people in comics get celebrated for their work yeah and you can find all the Eisner nominations online mm-hmm. um, I9 a little like grew like a nice list yeah that you can read I'm so happy that Vision, that the Tom King's That's Vision limited. is nominated. It's yeah. such, it's like, su- I remember reading the first issue and immediately feeling this weird mix of despair and like intrigue. And I'm like, you're going to wreck me by the end of this book, which it did. Yeah. And I couldn't <laughs> wait for it. It was, it's such a good read. Sam loves to recommend things based on despair. Yes. This <laughs> is so good. Listen, it gave me such existential, existential sadness. Oh, you man, need to check it out. Sandman. You, you got to stick Sandman. Yeah, I'll try. I'll yeah. try. We were talking about Sandman yeah. before we record it. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's there's a ton of great stuff in there uh, that got nominated. What for some reason like a, a category that's become super my favorite is best reality based work. Oh cool! Uh, yeah. So it has things like uh, Tetris by Box Brown is nominated this year. I don't know if y'all read that. It came Mm-mm. out last fall. It's literally just a graphic novel about the invention of the game Tetris. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, like it's. It's both this like philosophical thing about the nature of games and what they do to our brains and how they serve us as humans, and it's like a Cold War thriller kind of thing. That's amazing. Because there's this crazy bidding war over who's gonna get like it was invented by like just a computer science in the at the time the Soviet Union, a yeah. computer scientist at the Soviet Union who like you couldn't make things for profit. You couldn't like go out and sell them because the things that you made like belonged to the state. Yeah. Uh, and so like his game gets sort of snuck out to this like Hungarian games conference. Yeah. And then like somebody spots it, and then there's the like a company in England, and then like a company in Japan, and a company in America, and they're like going over the founding of the major video game companies, and it's all in this like That's beautiful, amazing. simply illustrated graphic novel by Box Brown. Um, wow. so, yeah. That's Tetris, great. The and games if, people play. I think in the reality based isn't uh, Paul Dini's. Uh, it is Dark Knight, a true Batman story. Yeah, that was oh, wait, in there as the well. cover of him with like a black eye. Right? Yeah, yeah. And there was uh, wasn't that Eduardo Riso on art for that one? I think so. Yeah, I think great, great team up. Very cool. So that's oh, a, about goodness. a real experience Paul Dini had. Uh, he got like horrifically mugged. Yeah, and, and uh, it, during his recovery, he was. Uh, this was the the co creator of the Batman the animated series. Yeah, co creator um, of Harley Quinn. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Very he cool. sort of. So it's it's a real life story, but he's kind of dealing with the ideas of Batman and Joker and his recovery and all of yeah. this sort of yeah. 
Very cool. Awesome. So, and not only check that out just because the Eisner Awards are dope, but it's also a great opportunity to see comics that you probably would not normally hear about mm-hmm. it's my and be able thing to check it, like... those out. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same thing with the, the Oscars where it's kind of like, oh, I didn't know that was something I was supposed to be watching. Yeah. Like this check year, Dev Patel's Lion. I know a lot of you didn't see that movie because it wasn't <laughs> also released wild, widely, at least yeah. in LA, which is shocking because that's where the Oscars are. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I saw one screening of it yeah. after the Oscars. So. For just for you. <laughs> just they for set me. it up this yeah. For you, they're yeah, like Sam. I, I think go. this is for you. Yeah, and I couldn't go, which was a big bummer. Well, uh, guys, and also they have a lot. Uh, the people, the moist little ears that listen to this, they, yes. they have a long-running comic list that we like. We throw out like seventy recommendations a week, and yeah. that you guys definitely add Tetris in there and everything else that we recommend today because there's some good stuff you should be reading. Nice. Some good ones. So. Or is that is that all you're into this week? Oh, that, uh, that was my big thing. I wasn't sure how yeah. many we were supposed to oh, come you with. You seven. Do, yeah, yeah. There, um, we don't really have rules. Yeah. <laughs> There's a history of comics that came out this week that looks really, really good. But I haven't had a, like I'm just excited about it. That's yeah. the phase I'm in. Uh, mm. Hope Larson, uh, cool. who was the editor of that Secret Loves of Geek Girls, a really wonderful like story and comics anthology that mm-hmm. came out last year, has a new like a history of comics called the Spectacular Sisterhood of Superwoman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just goes decade by decade. But she's picked out like. It's it's actually just a history of comics, but told through the lens of sort of characteristic uh, women characters from each decade. Interesting. So she's not just like these are the best ones ever. She's like this is the most seventies character I love to ever seventies, mm. and that's the seventies <laughs> chapter. I'm really into that type of formatting. I think it's a very interesting way to break down what could be uh, kind of a too daunting an issue, and you just kind of pick something that is quintessential to that time period. Um, and it says a lot about the rest of it. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I saw an ad for it, and it does look interesting. Yeah. I just didn't know anything about it. I so feel now bad. I like, I'm plugging it because I haven't actually read it yet, but like, it seems really good. Yeah, it check, does I mean, seem good. There's, there's a lot of times where it's just good to go in cold on something. Like uh, A couple times this year I've gone in and saw, uh, like I just saw Lost City of Zed. Uh, yeah, I know nothing about that. Charlie, yeah. Starring Charlie Hunnam. I didn't know anything either. I heard oh, I saw a bunch of reviews come up. People like, oh, maybe it's the best movie of the year. And I'm like, okay. And so I saw The Beauty of Living in L.A. Uh, there was a screening with a Q&A with the director after. And so I'm like, I don't know anything about this movie, but the director's going to talk about it after. Heard it's great. I'm going to go check it out. It's um, Charlie Hunnam plays a um, 1800s, so 19th century explorer that goes to the Amazon and becomes convinced that like the British army sends him to go settle a border dispute in the Amazon. And he becomes convinced that there's this lost civilization there. And so it's all about him trying to go back and uh, figure that out. And it takes place over, I think, two to three decades. Um, wow. Yeah. So if you, if you, if, but if you've seen Sons of Anarchy and you're like, Charlie Hunnam, he's okay. He's amazing in this movie. Robert Pattinson is unrecognizable. He's in it. I didn't know until after I saw it. Wow. And I, and I saw something that was like, Robert Pattinson's great. And I'm like, wait, he's in this movie? Mm-hmm. And I found out he's one of the key characters and I just had no idea. Um, and it's just a really, uh, uh, the director said he didn't like it when people called it old school, but it's a very classical way of making a film. It feels like a uh, classic period epic. Nice. And it's just great. And I, and I just recommend, you know, if you hear a movie's good, it's tough because I don't know if I didn't live here how easy it would have been for me to see it. Mm. But if you get a chance, check out Lost City of Zed. It's, in America, it's just Z, but they pronounce it Zed and across the pond. That's cute. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was, that's, one of my big things. I also saw Free Fire. It was fun. 
Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people, a bunch of like... <laughs> we were going to review it, and I, it, the trailer looks like a fun concept. Yeah. It's just a one gunfight in a normal movie stretched out for the entire run It's a time. bunch it's like of... like a Dragon Ball gunfight. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. It's one, it's it's some of the most amazing actors in the world just shooting at each other for an hour and a half. And <laughs> so it's a lot of fun, and that it's just a lot of fun. I got to throw in a possible correction to my shout out. Did I say Hope Larson or Hope Nicholson? Yeah, Larson. See, that was wrong. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. Hope Larson is one of my favorite comic book writers. She writes Gold Vance. Yeah. Uh, Hope Nicholson is the woman who wrote Spectacular Sisterhood of Superwomen. I'm very sorry. So it's a should... bit early in the morning. Yeah, it is a bit early in yeah, the morning for all of us. That yeah. is not an excuse so for mixing check up two out, completely different people. Check, right? uh, check out Hope Nicholson's book yes. and also check out Hope Larson because she <laughs> does some cool stuff. Too. Yes, she does. Yeah. Guys, you'll get, your list is getting longer and I know you guys are getting excited. Yeah. <laughs> I had moist little ears. Any more? No, I'm good. Plugs? Okay, let me just. Oh, except so better I'm, call Saul's I'm so sorry to both hopes for doing that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're, I, you're I am so people. sorry for hope. Mm-hmm. The concept of hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this week, uh, what did what happened? Uh, I don't know if I watched anything new. I mean, Guardians was. We'll get into that. And um, yeah. I did watch. Oh, Doctor Who. Just want to do a quick little plug. Do you watch Doctor Who? Uh, you know what? It's funny. I'm not actually caught up on the the Capaldi stuff, but I hear the season is great. Yes, it is all the Capaldi super stuff. Solid. I highly recommend. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's very good. It's, I'm sorry, I zoned yeah. out. We've been uh, talking. It, thin, are you talking about Thin Ice? Is the yes. most recent one as of this recording? So great, so good. And yeah. it's uh, if, if you don't know, it's um, Victorian era. You have your new uh, companion, Bill, who mm-hmm. is so stupidly amazing in yeah. their chemistry. I, that's the, the main reason that, like, even though I I'm a few seasons back, I kind of want to just jump in for Bill. Yeah, yeah, um, it, this, you totally like, can. Full disclosure: I do a show at Geek and Sundry where we're playing the Doctor Who role playing game, and it is the time of my damn life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing the Doctor, but I haven't had a chance to like marathon everything that I haven't seen because nine and ten are my Doctors. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I've I've seen pieces of eleven, but anyway, I, I was just like, but I I normally I would never just skip whole seasons of things, but like everybody keeps talking about how great the new season is. It's, yeah, no, you can totally just jump in with Bill, and yeah. also the introduction of Bill because with each new companion you have the a new explanation of the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. It has the best TARDIS reveal I've ever seen. I almost want my wife's never watched Doctor That's Who. That's a high bar, man. and I almost was like, this is where she should start because it's the best TARDIS Ooh. reveal ever. It is. It's so cute, and um, uh, the the who's the British comedian that's on it? He's the Oh, not, damn it. Not, if you had, wait, what's Nar, Nardal? Nardal. The character. It's this like kind of like android-ish character. I don't yeah. even really know what he does, but like he his reaction to Bill figuring it out and saying like the lines that you want to hear is so cute because he's like, ah, it only took her this long. And yeah. it's like, it's really fun. And then this newest episode, it's Bill figuring out that like moving along with the doctor isn't always like fun in games. It's like, no, people die. Yeah. And like what it means to like, and she asks some really tough questions and like mm. you kind of get this like really cool both like kind of perspective on like uh, not colonial uh, Victorian uh, England and like what it meant for like a person of color there and like um, like you still get racism because like it's they're trying to be at least a little bit realistic but no I loved it and um, this season's been super solid I think it's my favorite episode thus far even though the opening and smile were really good I just really liked this episode this episode I think is the best of the season so far it's I I think because this is going to be the last year of Capaldi and Moffat and I think it's going to be a good send off and hopefully, Bill, they do the traditional thing where the new companion sticks around for the new doctor mm-hmm. to have some continuity because Bill's really good. And I've heard that because uh, this is also the end. It's the end for Moffat. So he knows nothing about like the recruitment process. Yeah. At least he said that in, inter- in interviews because he doesn't want to have any 
like he doesn't want to he said he doesn't want to accidentally say who it could be yeah. like in the bus or like when he's going out for drinks like he's like it doesn't i don't want to spoil yeah. that for the person so, who's working so hard when they torture him he can't reveal he can't yeah that's the whole rule yeah. yeah it's in his it's in his contract but yeah. also uh i've been reading comics big shocker oh, um, oh i know right uh the button part three uh yeah. tom king and uh joshua williamson teamed up to write Batman number 22, issue yeah. number 22. And uh, I don't want to get into spoilers if you want to. Have you been keeping up with uh, the button? I've been taking the button home, but I haven't started it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I won't get into spoilers, but um, it is paying off in a really cool way. And I um, I think the first issue is like the like craziest. And yeah. I think issue two, issue three kind of just deals with like this really kind of fun emotional space yeah. without like getting the spoilers I'm trying so hard because I want to <laughs> say them but I won't um, but I really at this event I've been looking forward to for a long time and I think it's paying off really well um, but you are seeing an interesting like comparison of like uh, it, this is pointing out some of the flaws in Joshua Williamson's like writing in my opinion like mm. he sometimes uses way too many dialogue boxes you're like oh god can you just chill out for like a second just like get rid of them let the people talk maybe or like don't let it be in their heads like or just let us figure out from context it's okay but anyways it's been a great smack the mic (laughs) it's been a great event so far also a new issue of the fall and rise of captain adam it's just like one dc like mini series have you been uh, checking it out i really highly recommend i know dj you haven't but i I I haven't but i love greg weissman it makes me want to check it out the team is crazy behind it it's like and like if for no reason besides wanting to bring back like a really awesome captain adam because uh captain adam in the new 52 was like a mass murdering jesus take him away again (laughs) it's really good some some of the characters they have a little bit of a harder time of like hey where does this person fit (laughs) no they're doing a really cool they're doing a really cool job of it has like a little bit of a time travel element but also like he's getting a family he's getting like literally a rebrand in his story and you're like and you kind of it's this really like fun take on like a time travel story if somewhere disappear and come back and you don't want to like tell people about time travel like this is how like you have to like very carefully like rebuild a story around this person and it's like it's it's pretty interesting so far and i'm flipping through uh i read black bolt number one Mm -hmm. they didn't do any of the cool stuff that we thought they were gonna do with like black bolt the point is he doesn't talk and it's like okay he's talking that's, that's, is he talk now? Yeah, he's like, that defeats the whole purpose of the character. He's in like some sort of hellscape, and like so he whispers to like try to like take somebody down, and then he's just literally whispering. Its power doesn't work, and it's like okay, now he's talking. And I'm like, I don't want you to talk. Yeah. I want you. I want this to be like a silent comic because you have a really awesome opportunity to do something yeah. new. Right. The um uh the bonus pages spoilers for people that contributed to my comic. The extra bonus pages that I was able to get because we raised so much. Um, I decided to do a silent comic with that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a fun, it was a fun challenge, and, That's awesome. uh, and my artist is really killing it. So also something that I want to check out. Somebody told me that there's an issue of Hawkeye or a run of Hawkeye where it's in sign language. Have you guys heard of oh that? Oh my gosh, I heard about you, that. You have to read. Have DJ, have you not read the Matt Fraction I've, Hawkeye? I've read a f- couple issues. Oh my gosh, it's really good, right? Put it on your list immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, Matt Fraction, was writing. Uh, Dave Aha was doing the yeah. art for most of it. Eventually, Annie Wu joins the team, and they kind of alternate. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think the the silent issue is a, a Dave Aha issue, um, mm-hmm. and it's the because Hawkeye has a history with sort of losing his hearing on and off, um, and yeah. it like. They sort of extensively consulted with people to try to do to use it in storytelling. And what I love is that like it adds this like language that not being literate in sign language, like it's 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 different experiences for different people, but they give you everything you need to know to understand the story. It's just it's really creative and amazing. There's... I love it when people do that. Like really take like obscure 
stuff about a character and do something really incredible with yeah. it. They Matt Fraction and Dave Aha also did the Immortal Iron Fist mm-hmm. with Ed Brubaker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Also, uh, I think it was, I was with Jason Inman and Ashley Robinson. She yeah. also suggested that there's an issue of Hawkeye Witch from the point of view of his dog. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. So you, just do, you have to read this it's book. Just like, it's just his like, thought bubbles, right? It's just like pictures and yeah. it's like pictograms. It's of, how the yeah. dog sees the world. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, like, but it's a mystery. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, oh that book. That check book it out. Well, sure, you and I should both check it out. I, we, yeah. We'll read it together. Yeah, exactly. We'll read it together. Awesome. But that's what I've been into. Also, we on the show, it's been a minute, but we like to read from our <gasps> subreddit, yes. reddit.com slash r slash only stupid answers, because they, they populate it with things that they're into. Awesome. Uh, Astro Agama, uh, Super Sons is great. I'm living, or I'm, well, I think they mean I'm loving Soup's family stuff in Rebirth. Uh, so good. I've never really been into Boy Scout Superman, but this has sold me on it. Uh, the Boy number Scout of people Supes. I've heard say that exact thing, like in the shop, it's been incredible. Like people who a year ago were like, Superman is dumb. Yeah. Oh, it's never like super Superman, dumb. and now they're like, "Oh my God, is the new Super Sons out yet?" It's been really fun. Yeah, not only is John I Kent, cut off that answer. The, so oh no, you're fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not only is John Kent a really great concept for a character, and I love his relationship with Damian Wayne, but it gives Superman kind of like Doctor Who. It gives him a companion mm. to like, and it and it's it allows like it it it's this weird trick of allowing some distance. So you're you're kind of more following John, but that informs Superman in a more like it, it humanizes him. It's really cool. I like seeing Dad Superman. It's a, he's, it makes sense. It's it, like you've done enough with him being single or like going on dates with Lois Lane. Like, yeah. it's let's let him be a dad now. Yeah, it's okay. Like, uh, also, I read up why they got rid of Spider Man and Mary Jane because it was too hard to write a married couple story, and I was like, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah, do that with Superman. Just leave it like that. Uh, some, let me just flip through this really quick. Oh, uh, Potato Trip underscore. I just started watching. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, and I love it. The show is hilarious, and it gets a lot. Uh, it's got a lot of dark humor. I have no idea why I hadn't watched this show sooner. It's always sunny is a guilty pleasure. Like I've been rewatching it, and like I just got to the episode with. I don't know if you can title an episode like this anymore. It's D is dating a retarded person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wow. <sighs> <laughs> but no, they, we don't know if he is or not. And yeah. Like, it's basically you just see these horrible human beings trying to figure out if this person has a mental disability or not. Yeah. If that's going to change the reason why they date them. And you're like, oh, you're all awful. Oh. You're all awful human beings. <laughs> I hate you. Um, and the newest season had the best, I think my favorite title, uh, Hero or Hate Crime. Yeah. And you have to figure I'm not even going to say anything else. Yeah. It's just a great title <laughs> yeah. for it. But um, all right. We're about to hop in to some spoiler-free Guardians of the Galaxy Volume but 2 real reviews. real quick. Really if we want to uh, talk to you guys about our friends. You know, I just I, that, that was super like sponsor spot intro. I was trying to be like casual about it, but it was like, hey, our friends, at Lord Timepieces. But they are they are our friends yeah. because we got watches from them. Yes, we and did. We I love it. I we love my watch. Really cool. I'm watches. very I'm very uh, happy about it. Some people sent us photos of theirs, and they got. I think somebody got yours. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That way you guys can match. So like. Uh, when you go to like a department store, you're looking at spending four hundred or five hundred dollars mm-hmm. uh, for a watch. Not so with no. Lord timepieces. Yeah. They're around. They start at only seventy dollars, which is a steal. Which is a steal with free worldwide shipping, so it's easy to order online. You just click a button, delivered right to your door. How freaking easy is that? And they're stylish, uh, and they're taking social media by storm. They perform well, they look great, and they feel great. With 10% off today, with free shipping included, you can buy them now at lordtimepieces.com using our code ONLY. There you go. Um, guys, I can't. we can't recommend these watches enough. Let's just go ahead and say that one more time. With uh, 10% off today, 
with free shipping included, you can buy yours, uh, your watch, your brand new watch. Your new, brand new spanking sexy watch. Sexy All the, watch. the uh, boys or ladies will be like, ooh, ooh, that's a sexy watch. That's at lordtimepieces.com using our code. Only. Only. So check off. that out. Free please. worldwide shipping. Thank you. We look forward. Uh, that was more that I didn't need to read. <laughs> no, I, didn't. <laughs> I didn't need to read that part. No. <laughs> but thank oh, you. Go and check so, them out. So check that out. Uh-huh. But now into everybody's favorite movie of May 2017, 2017. until <laughs> Wonder Woman or uh, Justice League or Spider Man or Thor comes out. Because mm-hmm. we have a lot this year it's of a superhero movies. Year. Busy yeah. year. All right. So we were all, we've all been able to see that movie, the new movie. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, but it's okay if you didn't. We can just fake it. Yeah, exactly. Fake. But this <laughs> is fake. Were the Guardians? If you did yeah. they Galaxy? Did they, yes. did they do Galaxy? <laughs> yeah, they're yes. good to go. Oh, directed by James Gunn, written by James Gunn, starring Chris Pratt. Yes. Yes. I'm the IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're gonna start off with spoiler free. Mm-hmm. In case you haven't seen, it, you're like, hey, should I see it? If you're listening to this, you probably are not. You've probably seen yeah, it. Yeah, if you're skipping to 27 yeah. minutes into the podcast and you're like, ooh, running out the door right now to, <laughs> to go, I gotta go see Guardians, gotta get our quick reviews. But just in case, spoiler free, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, this one uh, follows, it looks like it's pretty shortly after the original movie. Mm-hmm. They're guarding the galaxy. Um, and, and they're having fun doing it. And they're having yeah. fun doing it. We've got Star-Lord, uh, Gamora, Drax, Rocket Raccoon, does, don't call him a raccoon, mm-hmm. and Baby Groot. Baby Groot. We got a few newcomers as well. Yeah. And we're going to explore the mystery of ooh, who Peter's daddy. Yep. That's the, that's the subtitle to the Who's Peter's daddy? Who Peter's daddy? Who Peter's daddy? Who Peter daddy? Question mark. So, spoiler free, Amy, what did you think of this movie? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yay. I like these, these are fun movies. Yeah. They're fun movies to watch. Uh, that's, it's, I'm, I'm trying to think like, I guess nothing about the rest of my thoughts are, are spoilery. The, like they, they're leaning into their strengths yeah, yeah. and it works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Isn't they like James Gunn or like, or like think, the characters like, Oh, you know what? Yeah. On, on both a uh, internal and external level, like it's interesting to track and we can get into some of this in the spoiler territories, but yeah. there's a lot of sort of like. Is the internal narrative of this character matching the sort of mission statement of this film in some interesting ways? Like, yeah. most notably, I'm going to make some weird shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that was it a does... great line. And so there were moments that didn't hold up for me to the first movie, but, like, yeah. it's still, like, a, a well-executed movie. Like, mm-hmm. good job, movie. Yeah, I think it's interesting because this one's kind of hasn't had the universal praise. This, people still enjoy it, but it's not as universal as the last one. And I think because the pacing's different. Because the first one was very propulsive. Like, it was pointing to point B, and we knew where they were going and what they needed to accomplish. Yeah, this it one's starts like, out small and grows into this big, epic space battle, saving a huge planet. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, whereas yeah. this one's kind of like, hey, this is what we're doing. And then the characters split off and kind of just kick it with each other for a little bit. And there's really not a lot of plot going on, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just there's not a lot of plot. And then and then it, the plot kind of kicks back in at the end. And so I, I would imagine if you were a fan of the first one, that can be kind of not your bag, maybe. Maybe. Um, uh, I know a lot of people, we got a lot of tweets for like, hey, I really want to know what DJ thought about it and whether he liked it because I kind of notoriously did not love the first one, did not hate it, did not love it. I mean, you did use I, a few choice words. For I it. rewatched 
it, the first one recently, oh. and I liked it less. Oh, no. <laughs> I, liked, I liked it less. I did uh, that with Age of Ultron. I yeah. was like, just new point of view going into it, and I was like, oh, God, here's all the damn problems. Yeah. yeah. It, just, yeah. Like, it heightened in everything I thought I liked. I yeah. was like, mm, these it's, are only about 30-second clips that I actually like in this movie. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, uh, went in with this one, and and uh, it's, it's, fi- it's fine. I don't it's, know how much this one's going to... I, it's hard to guess because I just saw it last night. I don't know how much this one's going to hold up for me. I don't know if like in 15 years, if I'm going to be like, I really enjoyed everything that this movie did well and am totally fine with the yeah. other stuff. Or if I'm just going to be like, eh. I would argue, because I hate joy. That's what our audience thinks is that I don't know if the, I don't know if the Guardians movies will age well. Because I f- personally find them kind of superficial. Hmm. Uh, but I think part of that is it's not my sense of humor. Not everything is for everybody. And so it's not the nipple jokes and stuff like that aren't necessarily something that I find hilarious. <gasps> uh, <laughs> and so I, I think if you don't have that, um, it doesn't, it's, if, if you don't, if you don't find it funny, you're missing a big part of what makes this movie appealing mm-hmm. to, for people. I will say, damn, this movie is gorgeous. The so locations beautiful. are gorgeous. The alien the, designs. The aliens designs mm-hmm. are great. The callbacks to the weird, obscure, crazy cosmic stuff of Marvel is amazing. Yeah. And there are at least like 70 cameos from people. So you many. have yeah. to pay I mean, attention. Oh, yeah. Some, some are actually, I found out, are just audio. Like some of it is just... Really? Okay, I, I, will, I will say, and this is not a spoiler because it's not going to change the movie for you. Yeah. Miley Cyrus is in it. And I had to go look up where she what? is because I missed it. Because I remember reading that she's in it, but I didn't want to read what it was. Yeah. She is the voice of like a computer or something. I don't know where. I'm going to go see funny. it again today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I love this yeah, movie. Yeah. I really love this movie. And I, I definitely see there's something James Gunn, uh, there's something with James Gunn movies. It's like Slither, I felt this way. And the parts of Super that I've seen, I felt yeah. the same way, where it's like there's a piece of humor that didn't quite, doesn't quite work. And it lasts for a long time. Like um, yeah. Rocket had a lot of jokes like that in the first one because yeah. like, he he like he's he's the guy who's laughing a lot, making fun of people. Yeah, and and you get that again in this movie. And like there's this one joke where he's making fun of like one of the minor antagonists, and you're like, okay, yeah, like you're kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm like I get it because it, it it is it is funny. And yeah. there's air quotes. It's like that's funny what's happening. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not laughing. At yeah, it. yeah, and but like that doesn't mean that. It's a bad scene because yeah. right? you're kind of setting up like wh- where these characters are going to go. Yeah. Um, and you realize what what their emotions are for each other. Yeah. But it, it just like it's not it's not working. And I'm yeah. like, it's sometimes James Gunn like lasts a little too long on those scenes. But those are few for me. Like For you. And, and so this was really in your wheelhouse. This like, was you really... I think I like this more than the first one. And yeah. even though I nice. really like because the first one, I really didn't like the first like 20 to 30 percent of the movie. Because really? it's like yeah. until the jailbreak scene. The jailbreak scene in that movie is great. It's amazing, yeah. and but everything that leads up to that, you're like, wow, this is really rough. Like yeah. the, the dialogue is like clunky, and like everything, like I don't, I don't like it. Like I, like, and also some of the camera moves are weird. Like uh, there's a scene in the first one where like John C. Riley arrests Peter Quill, and yeah. they make a joke about like he's Star Lord or Prince Lord or whatever the joke is, and like they pan over to like another guard to get like a laugh, and then they pan back, and it's like. <laughs> Why did we? Why yeah. did we look? Over, why did we look over there? Like he didn't laugh. He went <laughs> like it's not like that was like bad. Anyways, it picks up and then it grows into this really fun climax, and yeah. I, I have a lot of fun in this. It felt solidly like I was solidly really entertained throughout all of it. Now, when I like I think about it, like 
as a movie movie, yeah. there are, I guess it doesn't function the same way as like mm. a normal movie should. It kind of feels like a bridge to the third like chapter where, yeah. where it's the final like ultimate whatever. Yeah. But I, I still. I, I love the, the, what you said that mm. it wasn't exactly propulsive, yeah. but yeah. like you're, you're just kind of you're here and then you're here and then you're here. But Which, like a lot of it works. Yes. yes and, I and really if you're really it. into the characters, it works like, um, um, uh, everybody wants some. Uh, any Linklater movie is basically just a bunch of people hanging out, and so this is that. And so, if you're really into these characters, like you, I would, it, I would be surprised if you're not all about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I know. Uh, when I, I tweeted out yesterday saying that I just loved it and I teared up. I, by the way, I think you're gonna, if you are a fan of this movie, you're gonna yeah. tear up a couple times, at least once, because there's it deals with a lot of why characters make decisions where you're like normally like that's really stupid <laughs> like, yeah. that, like why are you why are you being a jackass like yeah. but no you explore it like and like sometimes it's i guess a fault could be they only explore it with one line of dialogue and you're like like nebula like she gets yeah. like you kind of figure out her deal in a line yeah yeah they each, yeah. each of them gets their dramatic i'm not gonna say what it is but yeah. it's just like you kind of get it then i'm like that was kind of that felt like crammed yeah but a lot of other but people it, you it explore crammed, but it was a good mo it you added explore a it lot later. Like, yeah mm-hmm. and and it is funny because i it's one of the reasons i want to see the movie again is that i i was in an argument with it at the moment where like we would leave certain scenes where i was like but you're not done with that yeah. and like they would come back to it and i'd be like okay well good ah, movie. Okay, yeah. Yeah. kind of trying to balance it spread it out um no i i i seriously enjoyed this this uh there were a lot of like fun sci-fi things that i really like <laughs> um <laughs> A lot of stuff dealing with like hyperspace and quantum things, and like it's only for like a second, and I, I think you guys will enjoy it. And also, just um, I, I like this corner of the Marvel universe. I really like it. Uh, it's these characters; they have a fan following, but they don't have like an Iron Man following or a Captain yeah. America following. Yeah. So they get to the studio gets to be like, you know what? Do whatever. Like just kind of just have fun. <laughs> like everything to do with ego, I think is really. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, and, I. Uh, um... I think it improves Star Lord's character from the comics a lot it makes him more it makes his fatherly relationship more important yeah as, like. we'll get into this more when we get into spoilers but i will say the uh i mean most of it's said in the trailers but the decision of who star lord's dad is i'm very grateful for i'm yeah. very grateful to james gum for i'm very grateful that we got that character in the in the movies because it's 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 entertaining yeah it's not entertaining only, not only did they improve like Star Lord's origin with his dad because his dad's character in this movie, Jason of Spartax, Jason of Spartax. Is, yeah. 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 it's it's not it's super compelling. And in this, they also improve ego because ego is kind of just like this rogue thing out there that is like a good guy, a bad guy. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I like. I love ego. I love ego. I don't know if they improved ego. Okay, so I've never. I've only read one ego story, but I think. I think they improve some of the emotions of ego from what I right. from the research I've done. It, but anyways, it. we're gonna get into spoilers right now because yep. we've talked as many spoiler-free things as we can. Yeah, let's do. What, let's rate it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, a quick classic, only stupid answers review. Easy peasy. Out of seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> out of seventeen, easy score. Uh, DJ, I'll throw to you first. What do you? <laughs> out of seventeen, um, what would get me a C plus? Uh, Let's go with. You're the one that chooses the numbers that we do for each other. Well, I think that they choose themselves. I I like to think they choose themselves. (laughs) Uh, Maybe a 12. A 12. So maybe like a 12 or a 13. Okay. Out of 17. Not bad. Yeah. Amy. Out of seventeen, uh, easy number. <laughs> I don't. You gotta. I, I. You gotta break this one down by scales. Like mm-hmm. seventeen for charm, ten on some of the fundamentals, but somehow averaging out to fourteen and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I that sounds very accurate. I'm very impressed yeah. with that. Yeah. I am fully on board. That's one. not yeah. how numbers work. Yeah. And it's also not what you asked me to do. As, but, as far, uh, hey, as far as we know, that is how numbers work. Hey, the numbers are picking themselves. You may have pleased yeah. them. So, yeah. um, but I'd give this... Uh, I. I seriously really enjoyed this movie, and for but for the small faults I found with it, I give it a sixteen out of seventeen. Yeah, that's, that's as far as we that's know. Great. It's an A. Yeah, exactly. As <laughs> so, far as we know, that, that sounds like an, an a. a. Yeah. So before we get into spoilers, real quick, uh, Mother's Day is coming up, uh, and you know, crap, you just reminded me. <laughs> yes. I, every week, man. Thank God for Pro Flowers, or else you would be forgetting. Yes. <laughs> for real. Uh, um, so uh, you're gonna want to get flowers for your mom because, of course, you are. All right. Mm -hmm. And we have the place that you're going to want to get those flowers from proflowers.com. They have some pretty awesome deals. When you send, okay, they have a deal called, they have a uh, deal called the 100 Blooms for Mom Bouquet. So when you send the 100 Blooms for Mom Bouquet from ProFlowers this Mother's Day, you will make a real impression. I just want to say that right off the bat because you're going to look like a good kid. Listen, I don't, maybe you guys were good growing up getting your mom flowers and stuff. I still don't know when the date of Mother's Day is. Yeah. So uh, I was not. So if my mom was pound flowers and specific and chocolates at her door, Mm -hmm. uh, I would have done good on the sun duties. Well, guess what? It comes with uh, this 100 Blooms for Mom. It comes with a free gloss vase for just $19.99 plus shipping and handling. And if you really want to make a statement, you can upgrade to a premium vase mm-hmm. and include gourmet chocolates for Ooh. just $10 more. So choose the delivery date you want and Pro Flowers will be, uh, are guaranteed to deliver fresh and beautiful and stay that way for at least seven days or your money back. You get your money back because it's not gonna stay in France. So, and you got some. Yeah, Pro Flowers uh, sent me flowers. Yeah, <laughs> so it was like, but also uh, a little personal. I think my grandma just had surgery, so uh, flowers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so thank you, Pro Flowers, to help me out there. That was <laughs> that was uh, that was a cool move. But also, like they came and I like they since they they're shipped. I didn't know that like they come. They look a little like tired. Yeah. But that's they write a little note. They're like, oh, they're a little tired from their long journey. Just put them in water and they'll be better. And I yeah. put them in there and they bloomed. And I was like. Oh my God! This is beautiful. Nature is magic. <laughs> this is that's how flowers work. <laughs> yeah. The only way to get the hundred blooms from mom with a free glass vase, uh, starting at nineteen ninety nine, is to visit plurflowers dot uh-huh. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and use the code stupid, our favorite code. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's proflowers.com. The code stupid. When you click the mic, the stunning bouquet sells out fast. So order. Right now, I already ordered another one from. There you go. Because you gotta, I can't just make them share. You're following. (laughs) I can't make them. But let's. You know what? Just for fun, we're gonna say this uh, URL one more time because I like when we do a countdown. Okay. Three, two, one. Proflowers.com. Use the code stupid. Click on the mic. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. All right. Spoiler discussion for Guardians oh my of the goodness. Galaxy Volume Two. Can I start with things that I was about I've to liked? Throw it to you. Yeah, <laughs> because I don't want to be the negative Nancy. But that's but your also, brand. Like, that's my like, brand. I don't, like I'm. I'm a guest here, and I feel really bad because, like, the worst thing in the world is if you're like, I had a really fun time, and someone's like, oh, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, it's like, not okay. And it's just like, if you, like, if this movie just worked for you on every level, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I'm so glad. It's, okay, again, that was again, it. I, I had to get fr- that out of my yeah, system. Yeah, exactly. I, I always a, feel like a jerk. Yeah, I have a friend that's, that's very big about, listen, not everything is for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I love the fact that Sam loved it, and that makes it okay for me to, hey, let's yeah. fine. But the <laughs> things I did like. People actually, really quick, people point out that they like our podcast because usually we don't agree on movies. 
Yeah, yeah, we don't. Like, we agreed I, on Split, I think. We agreed on Split. Moana, I think. Moana. <laughs> yeah. And I was super into Kong Skull Island. I was you were not, not as much. No, I yeah. was not. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more the movie makes me angry. It's almost like we had different childhoods and different things that we were exposed to and different things that we're into. Wait, that's how people were? Weird. Weird. But for this movie, okay. spoil, getting into spoilers, Get I'm, I'm, I love that we went with Ego. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that we got the shot. I was like, if we get this, this whole movie and I don't see a planet with a face on it, I'm going to be so pissed and i'm a little bummed that we didn't get the classic people talking to the giant planet with a face uh we got a little hint of it when they're inside of him and you got the giant rock formation but as long as we got the shot of the planet with a face had kurt russell's damn face on it okay just to i was all about bring this up i think the inside the planet worked better because not to be the science nerd in a superhero movie because that should matter yeah but how do you talk to it in space, there's Maybe. no air. <laughs> hey, listen, there's sound effects in space in this Guardians universe, all right? You, yeah, but no one's talking. Like, all right, all right, is but there, like, what is the usual in comic explanation for ego talking? I always assumed he was just sort of psychically a, projecting his, is. like, yeah, I would say that. Also, it's a plant with a face, so yeah, I don't know if they. That. <laughs> they kind of they, but they did stray away from like the psychic stuff. They like yeah. he could do everything else, <laughs> like yeah. he could literally create matter. But but I, uh, but I do I do like that that was. That because you're right, it does make um, and then making ego a celestial I thought was really easy, yeah. That was yeah, a- yeah it's just an easy, like, why is there a giant planet space? He's a celestial, I know. In these movies, we haven't really dived into that, but it'll make things make more sense later. No, no, yeah, actually, it, it's really smart because it's like, okay, we're getting uh, and a look at what the power set of a celestial could be, which and is it's, almost unlimited, it, it's, it's a damn nightmare, <laughs> yeah. and also the, the only weapon they have against it was. Peter and yeah. now he can't do it now yeah. so and it would only actually work in one specific place in all of space yeah so. and, I, and I liked I liked all the little I loved the Howard the Duck came back for a scene oh, I love that we got some of the classic Guardians that I, I have my fingers crossed that they will show up and help save the day in three actually I heard they're going to show up in Avengers you're shitting me. I think okay, I, I read that. You guys can correct me. I know that people love to correct us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, that's what I've heard. That's yeah, what yeah. I've heard that, that, that they're going to be showing up in an Avengers 3. Which, yeah. oh, you're getting two Guardians teams. <laughs> yeah. And one of them is Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Can you, and, and Lex Luthor. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael Rosenbaum. Bomb is the cool-ass crystal-looking dude. I like the design of stuff. The worlds were cool. Like the creature at the beginning, the toothy creature that breathes rainbow fire. Yep. Yes, please. And um, also great. I think that's like I really love the intro to Deadpool with the car wreck as you're moving through it. I thought yeah. it was a really creative opening to the movie, which was like written into the script. The opening of this, I think I like more. I yeah, like Groot really dancing fun. around. It is an absolute like mission statement for the film. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. in a way that you're just like this. Would you like to know what you're watching? This. This you is what, what you're watching. It really is because everything I feel about that movie is then that it's like, man, this is really cute. But also, I don't know why that boombox is there, and they never. There's not a character reason for that to be happening, that's, and it's just an excuse to have it in there. I, and that bothers me. To, I can't get cross over it. That to get like the the, the movie depends. I, I think that you will probably find a very close stack up between like how did you feel about the movie overall, and how did that sequence work? Yeah, for you? because it is. It absolutely is this sort of like. They're going to hang lampshades on why are we talking about or dealing with this now for the rest of the movie, but they start right there where they're like, "Why is the boombox there? Because music is great. Go." Yeah, and it's like that's not that's not a reason, and I don't we've, know. We've had a, we've had talks about Deadpool breaking the fourth wall. Hey, and, okay, and yeah, no, I, I will always bring it up. I, I will always bring obviously it up. Deadpool breaks the fourth wall. All I'm saying is, from a character perspective, I would like to know what he knows, like like how he perceives that, because in the comics he just knows he's in a comic. So when like 
Deadpool in the movie makes a joke like, which Professor X, is it Patrick Stewart or James McAvoy? It's like, okay, so wait, does he know that he's Ryan Reynolds? Like, at what point, <laughs> what is his, as a character, because these are, to, to help me invest in the world, I need to, it needs to feel real. And that's one of my problems with Guardians of the Galaxy is I never really feel like these are people. Mm-hmm. They're characters that say quips. And so when a character dies, and we're all supposed to feel sad. I don't really care because to me, it's not a person. I, I don't perceive that as a person. It has all the beats. Like the music is telling me I should be sad. And I like that actor. And I like some of the things he did in the movie. But it's not. It's all pieces. And it, for me, it's not. It doesn't invest in it. Even though like uh, my favorite bit in the whole movie is when they do the 700 jumps. It, mm-hmm. For me, you brought up uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. For mm-hmm. me, it reminded me a lot of the Beavis and Butthead movie when they're tripping in the desert. <laughs> but the imagery there was great. It Baby, was amazing. Baby Groot is un- a bat. No matter how cynical you are, Baby Groot's adorable. Yep. Best, I think one of my favorite jokes is, do you have some sort of fridge filled with human <laughs> toads? <laughs> yeah. Wait, does that mean... It- he cut it off without yeah. a person waking, waking up. up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, so those elements. I think it's a very. I think it's a very pretty movie. I think the sense of humor is a little too broad for mm-hmm. me. Um, uh, it's like it doesn't. It does. Things happen just because they're funny, not because they're informed by character. You felt okay. uncomfortable when M- Michael Rooker's uh, Yondu, or just say Yondu. Uh, yeah. He was putting his pants back on after like the sex robots. Okay, he was well, like, here's the thing. No, I'm not judging. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I, I get your, I get yeah. the point, but it also like, it also you get a really cool corner of the galaxy as well. Which yeah, I that appreciate. the the snow the snow, snow brothel sex, place yeah, snow was brothel great. Planet. No, that it was weird because we had an unsupervised minor sitting at the end of our row, oh. and I was like, wait a second. And, and a lot of the humor reminds me of like a kids movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, and and when we got out of the theater, like a school. Like a bunch of kids got up in the like, full and classroom. I'm like, I'm like, hey, you need to cool it on Michael Rooker putting his pants on. There's yeah. children in this theater. Well, there there is stuff in the movie that it's interesting where you're like, there are moments where you're like, definitely we're a kids movie, and then moments where you're like, definitely we're not a kids movie. Yeah. Uh, and and it's one place where I'd love to see James Gunn push his imagination is that like. Uh, in a lot of areas, like, that sounds ridiculous to say, right? Because James Gunn is just, like, bleeding beautiful imagination all over the yeah. screen in this movie. But then you do get to things where it's like, we're at, like, a space brothel. It looks exactly like an Earth brothel, except there are robots. Like, yeah. nobody's playing with tropes of gender. Nobody's playing with, like... Uh, like um, Saga. Some of the weird stuff you see in the space I'm brothels in Saga. by comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because people are just sort of like, here's the standard thing. I'm making a box with my hands. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, here's, like, the other million ways that it could go. Um, and it's, it's not a complaint. It's just something I'd like to see from more Guardians movies. Like, you've yeah. got crazy aliens. Like... Why is the whole Ravager crew dudes yeah. like I it um they they're they're not complaints they're just places I want to see it go yeah mm-hmm. it, it's interesting I think that may be a hang up for me too is because when people are like oh man I'm so it's so crazy that Marvel went so weird with Guardians and it's like that's you, like talking raccoon and a giant tree it's like oh for comics that's not weird but we're for, that's, so that's, that's just that's just we like, got a giant planet face and we're still mad that they're not going weirder because they're exactly. not, don't that's that's not weird don't enough not talking yeah. <laughs> because you didn't get a talking <laughs> planet <laughs> yeah I want Thor to fly up to a giant planet and have a conversation with it is that too much to ask <laughs> Actually, no, it's not like in these movies. It's not yeah. like you had a planet fighting its sun. What? It, well, it, also, it, it makes it makes me hopeful because I feel like I feel like this is weirder than one, mm-hmm. and so that makes me hopeful with Adam Adam Warlock. We are in spoilers. I, I had to double check. Yeah. Wait, we're in spoilers. Adam Warlock in three, uh-huh. and I, so I'm excited. hopeful for Adam Warlock too because one of these things when I I have not read the original 
Guardians with Yondu and the rest of them. I did check out Abnet and Landing's Guardians, mm-hmm. which informs this. And one thing I liked about that is there was a lot of like these were like the Rapscallions, but you had characters like Adam Warlock that added some of that cosmic gravity, like character the uh, characters like Silver Surfer bring that like headiness. Mm. So maybe I'm hoping Adam Warlock adds another layer to the storytelling of these movies. I did like the look of the gold people, but I felt they were pretty, and you got a few jokes out of them. Also, the them their drones being like video games that was awesome. Great. That like, was a great really, joke. That's a great like stylistic choice. They were pretty pointless when they came on screen, was, besides just to die. Yeah, and yeah. also look like, really cool. Sort of like the stakes were sort of way up and down during the movie. Mm. That was a thing where, like, in this, like, are we watching a kids' movie or not? Yeah. Uh, there's sort of that opening battle. Like, it's like, oh, they're they're shooting a bunch of people, and they immediately they're like, don't worry, no one is dying. Yeah, um, <laughs> nothing is at stake here. And then I was like, okay, that's cool. I can watch that movie. And then you get to like the, the pirates uh, yeah. violently spacing each other, spa- and that was yeah. one of the first moments where I was like. <gasps> Yeah. Like that really got, and it and it made me feel weird. Where I was like, and then we had that like absolutely gloriously beautiful scene of a ton of murder, yeah. and it's like I, this. We're in spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah. I, like, am I happy that Baby Groot threw a guy off a catwalk? Yeah, like. <laughs> is that good? I mean, yeah. I did like in the first movie when Groot, like he like like shish kebabs like 70 guys <laughs> yeah. and like just smacks them back and forth really great movie uh, yeah. moment in the first movie so I'm like I'm fine with the baby killing him yeah. like it's not like he also took a toe off so I'm like I'm fine yeah. if he throws him off the couch also they did set up that that specific guy up for being a real piece of shit so. yeah. Yeah. also they should shit just, a lot like, in this movie a, sort of a horrific level of like they're kind of torturing baby Groot like yeah. they're, they're, there's sort of oh, a lot yeah, of veering in tone in this movie and, and a lot of times it, it really worked for me but yeah. it was those were the big surprises, were yeah. sort of the tonal shifts, not like the plot stuff, not like a lot of the... Yeah. A lot of times you kind of know what someone's going to say, which I think makes it more delightful when you come in with something where you're like, did not see that coming. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, we have a couple tweets. Yeah. Actually, this pertains I, I, to... Uh, what? I talked way too much. No, no, you're, no, you're, you're, excited. Yeah, no, you're talking you're, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we have a tweet actually pertains to what you're talking about. Uh, monks at Monk Rocks. I'm so sorry. Uh, I couldn't handle Groot's cuteness that it almost hurt. How about y'all? Yeah. Same. Yeah. It was what, uh, one of, I mean, like, as soon as you knew he was going to be a baby in this movie, it's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm buying every toy what that they can. Yes. I, can't, I can't even help myself. Like, yeah. I already ordered a plush toy. Like, I can't. I'm not going to buy. When they sold those, like, dancing Groot's in a pot, uh, it, like, it kind of looked like a I'm sorry. It looked like a weird, like, sex thing. Yeah. Like, they didn't, like, make it look like a tree. They made it look like this brown rubbery thing that, yeah. like, just wiggles around in yeah. a pot. I'm like, I'm, there's something That's wrong okay. with that. I yeah. don't need that. I need the plush one, though. That yeah, I, I really <laughs> wanted to be pissed off at Groot because I knew exactly what they were doing. Like, you're you're just going straight for the easy, cute route. But it's like, but it is, it is very cute. Yeah. It is very cute. And mm-hmm. I do... I do appreciate it. I want they to see really all the, the concept art for the other version, versions of cute baby group. I also, since Ooh. we're in spoilers, we got five after credit scenes. My favorite one, <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite one had to be teenage group. That, oh that bit was hilarious. There's roots everywhere. Yeah. He has attitude. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I'm not boring. I, and, you're boring. Yeah, exactly. When you I like play that, in your mindless video games. That it shows that the other guardians are figuring out how to understand them. Uh-huh. Yeah, at, least, cool. at least Star-Lord. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it is kind of fun that Rocket sometimes is the only one that can understand. Yeah. At least Baby Groot. And I did like the switch of the relationship because Groot before was just like kind of a clueless guy that would just yeah. move around and they would like just kind of help each other. But now it's like Rocket's kind of a parent and so is Gamora and so is um, Peter. But Drax yeah. and Groot don't like each other. And it like I, I think that was a cute decision. That can was I all... sideline just because we haven't talked about it yet? Uh, like 
how great Drax was in this I, movie. He did not like I don't really? like Drax. I love I Drax. Throw... Okay. So, like, the other best movie moment of the movie for me was, because I love, like, I, I'm down for the just popcorn, but I love when it really actually gets to me. And, like, Mantis crying for, on behalf no, of that Drax. Got me. Yeah. That got that me. That was a real moment. Like yeah. Because it's been, like, what, decades since he's lost his entire family, so he can kind of hold it together. Or maybe his people just don't cry. Yeah. And, like, don't, and, don't cry. Yeah, yeah, and, like, but, like, her feeling that, and obviously it's, like, the first time she He's ever felt. Yeah, lost I like Mantis before. a lot. No, my, man, I, I should have brought that up also because Kurt Russell was great. Yondu was great. Nebula, yeah. I also really liked. But Mantis, I, yeah. I'm so happy, is a part of the team now because she's amazing. Palm Clementief was great. She Nebula, was, actually. The performance was so good. It was yes. so good. <laughs> actually, it's weird because I feel like Nebula is more of what I would expect from Gamora. Hmm. Is that like in comics? Nebula does have like our Gamora's character does act a little bit more with like Nebula acts like yeah. I, that's Oddly enough, Nebula is also a lot like old school comic book Drax. Like yeah, just I, vengeance I, obsessed. Like whatever gets in my way will be taken down. I just I have fallen in love with movie Drax. Yeah, I, I have an issue with like I it, it kind of bothers me that it feels like every member of the team is a comic relief character except for Gamora because the one girl on the team has to be the mom for some reason. Street man. Yeah, it, but it's like uh, but. I, help, correct me if I'm wrong, because I was reminded, if if I remember correctly, in the Abnett Landing run, Drax had gotten his intelligence back, but I was reminded that cape wearing Drax was not very bright, and I had forgotten that. So there is precedent for Drax not being, I, being kind of an This is an, an area where I'm fuzzy. Okay, sure. all right, because I I am remembering Drax as like the Wolverine on the team, just mm-hmm. kind of like the the doesn't say much kills a lot, mm-hmm. and so like for me. I don't want to say, I'm, I'm glad you guys like Drax. I'm glad you like, for me, he felt like the laugh track. Like every time they needed to sell a joke, he laughed really loud. And it's mm. like, I don't, I don't mean this. And there was a real opportunity I kind of wish they'd taken for like him. Like I loved his bonding with Mantis. It was one of my favorite things in the film. But like yeah. right at the beginning, she's just like, I was raised without people and I don't know how to relate to people. And I was like, oh, look, it's gold. And they kind of just turned left and did a different thing. Yeah. Um, They did the practical joke bit, which like weirdly it's interesting because i guess you could just say that that's an example of like show not tell bonding where like rather than discussing like their shared traits like he just does a weird thing that she ends up loving but then they're like cool companionship yeah yeah, yeah. um but uh, that was just that was a very interesting did you take their relationship as romantic drexon mantis yeah no i don't know no because i kind of felt that way and i didn't want it but there's also an i ain't because i don't think every I was worried for up. a second that they were going that direction with the final callback to the like. Actually, it, it, we're in spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the 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 final callback to like the actually you are beautiful on, on the, the inside, inside, which was a good joke. It was a, it was an amazing joke, yeah. uh, uh, and it also was like a relief to me because I was like, oh no, we're not really going there. Didn't we establish that this is not a thing? And she's yeah. like, no, Man- oh, we did. Okay, cool. Mantis feels like a child, so it's like that, and she's and- not, but like her just emotional. Uh, immaturity. It was. It's nice that they didn't do that. Yeah. So. And, and I think it's. A, it'd be cool because we've established that he had a daughter that died as well. So if she could kind of fill that role, because one of my favorite things in Supergirl is the way the two Danvers sisters play as Martian Manhunter's daughters. I think that's a really. I. I I'm a big believer that not every relationship needs to be romantic. Yeah. In movies, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So you can have a guy and a girl have a different type of relationship and something like this. I get you. Uh, we had another tweet from Char slash Madi at Charisor. That guy. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on ego some stuff didn't completely make sense but it was quite interesting also his planet looked awesome yeah his planet was yeah. beautiful the yeah. bubbles beautiful. flying around yeah. if you could make any planet you want make it look like heaven make it look like a garden <laughs> yeah, right? why wouldn't you like if you had full control also I mean we brought it up earlier but great line is like I'm gonna make some weird shit yeah. <laughs> also if you were all of a sudden you gave the ability to just shape an, a planet like yeah, yeah. 
You do weird shit. You make weird <laughs> shit happen. Also, my other favorite joke is David Hasselhoff. When that he turns into all, David Hasselhoff. When it happened, I was like, oh, shit, that's David Hasselhoff. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's really him. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this isn't like young CG Kurt Russell in yeah. the beginning. Like, this is David Hasselhoff. Good CG, by the way. Yes. Look, really looked like Kurt Russell. There was a stand-in actor, if you go look at IMDb, that looks a lot like him. So it was easier to kind of like put his face Got onto it. him. Also, love, keep the long hair all the time. The 70s <laughs> yeah. hair. Yeah. And like, I love it. It was like, I made the perfect version of what I thought life was like. It was... Denim jeans and a red jacket and long flowing locks. Yeah, that's that is the perfection of human life of, of all life of all, all life the, whole galaxy. Denim. There Denim. is something very surreal about like having a big climactic villain fight, which not what villain fight, but like a big climactic like seduction to the dark side scene centered around the lyrics to Brandy. Yeah, yes. right. <laughs> it was really, it was really. Uh, man, the use of music in these movies is really. I think it's my favorite part. I yeah. mean, the, the look. I mean, the look of these movies is great. But it's something like it's just like this really cool love letter to all music, it's especially one of that the era. Qualities. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I guess he has said. Somebody asked him if the script came first or if the songs came first. Yeah. Um, and he said, like, I don't know if he was just talking about two or in general, but he was just like, well, the songs came first. Like, I knew how I wanted the sequence to feel, and then you sort of build it around that. And it's like that makes sense. Like, for yeah. better and for worse, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Blue Sky is the perfect song to open with and it was just like because and I started listening to it again and I'm like it's so good it's so so stupidly good but Ego what do you guys think well how do you think he uh, was portrayed it's a very different Ego Uh, I like I, I was I was pretty happy with the changes and his like role in the film like not everything makes a ton of sense uh, and and there are moments where it's sort of like I have motivational questions about like he's he's so out and out evil that by the end you just throw in the like and also I literally killed your mother yeah um where it's sort of like I don't know if that was technically necessary but like I'll take it, it, it yeah I just don't know what motivated that deci- like I put a brain tumor in her. why well it's why it, <laughs> and I get but I get, I think that this is the like. That's not the point. Yeah. I think like I'm getting hung up on stuff that isn't really the point. Like, yeah, he turned. He seems like he's the answer to your prayers of who your dad was, and he's gonna turn out to be sinister. So you literally like, play catch with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, it's it was funny. funny. Yeah. It was yeah. like people laughed, and I was like, I think everyone's into it, but they're also laughing. Are they laughing at the movie or are they laughing with the movie right now? And then I decided that didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but it was interesting where like that that was a I don't know. Uh, Kurt Russell was a perfect choice for this, for this specific yeah. incarnation of the character. Like, they executed that really well. Do you guys think it would have been... Uh, what do you guys think if they played the mystery of him actually... Like, the, him being a planet was a reveal. Like, wow. if it was just Kurt Russell and you find out, like, Act 3 twist, like, wait, he's the whole planet? Well, I think... I like the reveal right off the bat because... Uh, they just like let's just say he's a celestial. This is why Peter survived. This is like holding an infinity stone. Like yeah. let's just get that out of the way so that we can explore what ego can do. And like you have some time to actually see what Peter's capable of, and that's yeah. why he's so interested. Like you, you get, you get. How do you make it seem cool that this man has his own planet and he lives there by himself? That sounds like a supervillain in the making. But <laughs> yeah. if he is yeah. the planet, then it's like that's different because it's okay if he's living alone because he he's the whole thing. I'm also I'm, I'm with Sam on this one. Uh, in the sense that, like, getting that out of the way at the beginning also prevents, like, you, you, sort of making it a mystery that he's the planet would divide your audience immediately between people who know that that's, like, a thing yeah. and people who don't. Or it would leave people wondering, like, oh, are they not doing it in this? And the payoff for that 
wouldn't necessarily be worth it. It's better in this case to sort of introduce that idea because it's not that, like, the big twist is that he's a living planet. Yeah. The big twist is that he's a malicious living planet. Got it, got like, it. And, that makes sense to me. Yeah, and also by the end, how do you get your audience on board with, like, no, he's the whole planet, and this is how we have to kill him. We have to go to the core. And it's like, okay, we're taking in a lot right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, is like yeah. this is the first living that's, planet we've seen before that's fair, that's in a movie. Fair. Um, but also, when it, I just want to bring up, when it came to, like, putting the tumor in, her mo- in the mom's head, I was like, at first I didn't like it, mm-hmm. but then I was like, what? his lines were where if he went back again to see her that yeah. he couldn't leave because he did care about quality her. Villain, yeah, because he did villainy there. Yeah, yeah, he did love her compared to the millions of other like yeah. uh, beings he's, he's been with. As a human for some reason. Yes, yeah. he wouldn't change it because he uh, no, I whatever assumed, he wanted. I assumed those imagery he was showing was for Peter and that he took different forms for different planets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so sense. just so yeah. for us to understand looking at it that there it would have been a funny bit if it was all the aliens but they all had the feathered hair so you still <laughs> knew it was him but uh, it was you understood he was different aliens. And I did like they were like marble. I like yeah, that, yeah. that storytelling to like this is the history and uh, that was really cool but i did get it was like that he needed to to kill her like because it was just like it was more of a like he because he had to make his own destiny because he's a new thing yeah that obviously like from a point of view of like just trying to understand something that's that grand in scale of course that's more important like of course like that's more important than like falling in love to a character like that like that like to not be alone in the sense of him like not yeah. in like a lesser being in his eyes it's yeah. like no he wants to create more of him yeah, like, yeah i got it like i i got it it was like and then also i like the turn uh for star lord by the way i didn't bring this up best acting i've ever seen out of chris pratt like mm-hmm. he was he acted oh. the shit out of this movie like yeah. jurassic world he is he is a thing <laughs> like, yeah. he is the he doesn't have to like grow so much in the first movie you did get some great emotional moments for him but in this i was like damn actually like but like his first role in Guardians, like the first movie, it was a surprise. Like this is the first time he's a like a blockbuster actor. But in this, I'm like, you know what? No, you earned it. Like you, yeah. you, I buy it. Like Passengers was a meh, but like yeah. you are doing a great job, and I really want you to succeed. Like he's been I, I root for him in yeah. this part. Yeah, uh, we but, need to. Oh, sorry, oh, finish it off. No, I'm just curious. Like you're, you're kind of selling me on this because this was a, a problem I had with Ego's motivations was that it like. It, I was on board with the fact that, like, it doesn't really matter what his reasons are for wanting to wipe out life in the universe. The point is to stop him. And so I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But this sort of sense of, like, he starts out as this, like, I was really lonely. uh, And his ultimate plan is I will destroy a life in the universe and and kind of cover it with a version of me. And it's like, that's not going to help your loneliness problem, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, and I realized that, you know, villains don't have good plans. That's why they're villains. (laughs) Like. Uh, but but I, I, I'm glad that we had this conversation because you've sort of put in the like, okay, well, he was dissatisfied with all other life, notwithstanding the fact that like, if the mother was so great, you were tempted to go back for her. What? Why is it necessary to destroy all life in the universe? But again, am I just getting hung up on on things that are not the point? No, I mean, there's definitely flaws. Like, <laughs> no, there's definitely flaws. I just, I just accept it. It's like yeah. I'm like yeah. because everything else in the movie was so much fun, and yeah. also, god damn it, that the chain by Fleetwood Mac when they brought it back <laughs> a second time, and it was like kind of a cheesy line from Yondu was like, "Don't use your brain, use your heart." And it's, yeah. got, and it's like, okay, we got it. We don't use your yeah. heart. But also, the the song kicked in, and I was like. Oh shit! I'm into this so much right now. Yeah. Like this is and like all you got was just all, messy I, Zod versus Superman fighting. I like where that because again, it was a different. It was switching it up. It yeah. was th- doing different types of experimenting with different types of storytelling. And, and so also, I like that big. I know I like yeah, it too. Punchy uh, fight, but uh, also it was just like for a second you had a god level like 
yeah. like character on the team. Like Peter Quill is like a god right now. He's a yeah. demigod, <laughs> and like by the end of it, he's like, nah, he's just a dude again. He's so back to being just a dude. He's now just full human. So. We need to start uh, wrapping it up. But one yeah. last question from Israel Chavez Lopez at Stratosphere: Any space character you would like to see in future movies? Hmm. I want to say Silver Surfer, even though I know it's not going to happen. I want to say the Shi'ar, even though I know it's going to happen. Uh, Galactus would be cool. I'll, Galactus would be an, an amazing Guardians. One of like the real Novas, because I remember watching the first, yeah. like, the first Guardians, and you have the Nova Corps, and I'm like, oh shit, it's a Nova Corps. Like it never like clicks because like I see the comic book one because I've just started getting into Nova. Yeah, oh, and then nice. I'm like. Oh wait, yeah, that's that Nova. Like, I don't know why my brain can't connect. That that's the same one because, because they don't they, look anything. No, like they it. look kind of. I mean, like, I like them in yeah. the movie, but they're kind of lame in comparison. I'm yeah. like, no, give us Nova. Like, give us a cool Nova. Uh, I think a, a a thing that helps with Guardians is not necessarily knowing. Like, if you don't already have ideas about the Nova Corps, then like nothing bugs you about mm-hmm. them in yeah. the like. And I I really enjoyed the first movie, but like. I, I have the same thing with DJs. Like, can we have this delightful, frothy, charming, funny movie? But can we also have a little, like, serious space opera? Like, just a little. Yeah, just, just like, a little of that. And I'm excited for that. Yeah, I, I think it'd be cool if they did Richard Rider, Sam Alexander in either Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in one of their arcs mm-hmm. or in New Warriors. Because it's an easy way to connect to the major movies. And those are cool characters, the classic Novas. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely, like, I mean, like, obviously the Avengers and everything else is really popular, but fans love Guardians of the Galaxy, at least the first yeah. one. Yeah. So, yeah, adding a Nova so that people are like, oh, yeah, Nova. Like, it's kind of like when they added Trip to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're like, yeah. oh, he's part of the Howling, or he was, his part, grand- yeah. part, yeah. father was part of the Howling Commandos. Yeah. Like, so Captain America, they're all Guardians tie into there. Uh, I'd also like to suggest Better Ray Bill. I'd like to see him somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it'd also be, be cool to see Vance Astro, who is from the original Guardians that are in the year 3000, and he has Captain America's shield has lasted <laughs> till that time, and oh, he cool. has it. Uh-huh. I have zero idea how that would fit into what Guardians <laughs> is doing now, but it would be cool. Angela could be fun, like a, like yeah. a, like a Heaven Odin sister. own the they rights to Angela? Now. Or did Neil Gaiman was just like, hey, you can borrow it? I think she's now officially in love with you. Okay. He well, kind of gave her as a present. Uh, Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> really? But for there some reason, you got a court case. Uh, this you, you got to look this up. Uh, Spawn issue, like somebody correct me, seven, eight, nine, somewhere yeah. in there. Um, Neil Gaiman wrote an issue, uh, introduced this character of Angela, uh, and then ended up in a, like a long court battle over who owned the rights to like her and like medieval Spawn and a couple other things, and they kind of yeah. got like you have to read some of the judgments in this case because they're just hilarious. Where like. <laughs> The, the judge is like, it's clear you were infringing because here are 10 other kinds of spawns you could have used. And yeah. you're like, some judge, their job this day yeah. was to come up with other versions of spawn you could have made. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, uh, there was a back and forth, like a long, long story short, Neil Gaiman eventually won the rights to the character and sort of gave it as a present to Marvel around the time they were trying to put the Miracle Man works back in yeah. um, to help pay for the costs of all that. Really? So, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I would like to see her because she's like a like a, a agent of like heaven and or but like and then she's like related to um, Thor and like it, it would be a fun little tie back yeah. to everything and also she's just have a really cool badass woman and yeah. her supporting character Sarah is super fun. Uh, okay, so she. So I think Sarah was mentioned in a Guardians. I just started learning about Angela. I just like think she looks cool. So, <laughs> and I, li- I liked how intimidating and scary she was. So I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. Yeah. Also, I would like to see more of like, we, we don't see where Groot came from, but I think in the third movie, you have a cool opportunity to show like all the other 
Groot people because yeah. like, they are scary. <laughs> like big scary trees are, are pretty terrifying. Yeah. Like they like murder just a bunch of people, and Groot was just like the scared one. And obviously, you'll make people like care about Groot more, and yeah. like also you'll see like okay, because people need threat. to care about Groot more. Yeah, no, not that, enough people care about Groot. If only Baby. we could invest in that. Exactly. <laughs> no, that'd be really fun. I'm trying to think of if there's any more like cosmic. I mean, unless you went like super weird. When oh, when they mentioned eternity or infinity, I don't know his eternity, his eyes. Yeah, yeah. they mentioned it. That and was I, a cool bit. I thought like oh, we're, I, that's who's in the heart of ego. I thought besides, I was like oh shit, no, it's the brain. I'm an idiot. But it's like I thought like that was gonna be the down there, and I thought mm. that would have been really cool. It seemed like a real possibility. Yeah, yeah. And but like, I was then, just like oh, we're, we're heading into Infinity War land. Like uh-huh. oh, interesting. Ordering Lord Order Master Chaos, whatever the fuck those two are, and like giant faces floating around. Like yeah. really, oh, a living tribunal. We've had that mentioned. Bring mm-hmm. the three headed jackass on on strain. I don't care. Did I mention while we were recording that I loved the Watchers bit? And that I need yes. I need Uatu to show up at the, at the beginning of Infinity War. Like DJ, could you explain lot. really quick, just for the people who might not know what it is? The Watchers are their job is literally just to watch major events in the universe, and but they're not allowed to interfere. But they always do. Uatu, Uatu screws around. But I remember as a kid reading the original Infinity Gauntlet storyline, and any big event, it would always start if if Uatu showed up at the beginning, you're like, oh shit's gonna get real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if, if if Avengers Infinity War start, starts with a shot of Uatu, my brain would melt. Yeah, you know, because that's the, that's how you sell me on like it's going down. Like mm-hmm. this is a big deal. Not everybody's walking away. And anyway, I so, and now and I was wondering, I was wondering if, if Watu was tied up with the Fantastic Four rights, and so now the Watchers aren't, so you can have a Watcher. Mm-hmm. You have multi, you can have a bunch of them. But yeah, also, exactly. best Stanley bit because he mentions like, and then one time I was a FedEx agent, and yeah. we DJ and I both thought that it was a callback to Stanley as the mailman in the Baxter Building, mm-hmm. but then we forgot that in Civil War he was a literally a FedEx agent, and I was like, ah. That would have been a really cool throwback, but uh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Sam, you loved it. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. 16 out of 17. What was the score? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, a, a for me. Yeah. Amy and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, before we go, mm-hmm. real quick, I want to tell you guys about ZipRecruiter. Um, if any of you out there are looking to hire people, I don't. I don't know if we have people that are out there looking to hire people, but if you are, yeah. this is the perfect resource for you because you can post, you can go to ZipRecruiter.com and post a job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Mm-hmm. Find candidates in a city or industry nationwide. Uh, just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use uh, interface. Um and uh, right now, any of our listeners can post to ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. One more time. Try for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. Again, our favorite tagline. Uh-huh. So, um, so yeah, if that's, if, if that's something you need, we've. We've got you covered. We've got flowers. We've got watches. If even if you're hiring people or taking <laughs> yeah. business trips, we have got you covered. Uh, so check that stuff out. Amy, and don't miss out on these deals. Don't. By the way, we're <laughs> yeah. giving you a world 
that's one. You know, a couple of really cool deals. I'd suggest going and checking out ZipRecruiter. Okay, everybody. Okay, everybody. But sorry, continue. Amy, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate you being a part of this. Delightful. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're so great. We were really glad we were able to get you on today. Everybody, listen up, and you better listen good. Everybody, go find Amy on social media. Enthusiast Amy. Yeah. yeah. I got it. I remembered yeah. it. I'm so bad with names. You better go there, and you better say hi, and say from Sam and DJ. But also from the moist little ears. Okay? Exactly. Everybody Excellent. say that. Everyone has to do that right now. And it's Monday. I forgot that we're filming this early. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so we'll be checking Monday. So you guys better be nice. Amy, do you want to plug anything? Uh, no, just uh, thanks so much for having me. You can find me over on Geek and Sundry. Uh, I get to stay busy with a lot of geeky, geeky stuff, which is a lot of fun. You're one of the busiest people I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, buy, buy lots of comics. I hope you enjoyed Free Comic Book Day this last weekend. Uh, I see I'm practicing. It's in the future. Um, <laughs> exactly. And, and yeah, tune into the Wednesday Club on Wednesdays. DJ, you have to come by sometime. I would love to. I would love to. Can I come to? Please. Okay. Yes, I've only just met you, so uh-huh. I didn't know if it was cool yet. But, yeah. Um, this I was... would like to, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like talking about comic books, and I only know DJ who reads them. <laughs> so <laughs> I sometimes I'll come to my friends. I'm like, so it's Superman? Um, uh, so wait, here's all the DC Reapers. Let me explain it really quick. Yeah, yeah here's Flashpoint. Yeah. And, and, uh, no, that's awesome. DJ, little yes. plug. Uh, DJ talks trash on any place that matters. Um. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's it. And here's a little plug from Sam in three, two, one. Sam Basher. S A M B A S H O R. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. Important guys. If you want to listen to this podcast, in case you missed it, it's at onlystupidanswers.com. You can find every platform that we uh, provide to. That's yep. usually Spotify, iTunes, rate review five stars, uh, yep. iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, and a billion others. But also on that website, you can find all of our social media profiles, like at Only Stupid Answers for Instagram and Facebook, but also in, uh, Only Stupid Answers on Twitter. Take out the vowels from stupid. Thank you so and much. And if you want our bonus content, you can mm-hmm. check it out on Patreon, patreon.com, Only Stupid Answers. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. We posted our first episode of our bonus uh, content. And if you guys don't know what it is, we're talking about all the CW superhero shows, as well yeah. as some other superhero news, like the new Inhumans teaser and, and the Defenders trailer. Yes. And uh, Matt Lieberman joined us. Mr. Matt yeah. Lieberman. And we had a blast. And it's also a little bit of a longer episode. So yeah. if you like that. Um, so if you contribute $5 or more, you get that. Get ready. Those are coming to you weekly. There you go. All right, everybody. Thank you. We're at the end of it. Please share. Check out Amy. Check out DJ. Leave me alone. Okay. And <laughs> I mean that in the nicest way. And we'll see you next time. We'll get it. We'll get it. Sometime. We're taking singing lessons. We're trying to get the <laughs> harmonies. <laughs>